Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Atomic Retirement. I'm your host, Ryan Kilkenny, the founder of Atomic Planning, an independent, veteran-owned, fee-only financial planning firm bringing tax and retirement planning to families over age 50. Atomic Planning is a virtual financial planning practice in Kansas City, serving families from coast to coast. Thank you for joining me and welcome to the Atomic Retirement. We just survived another polarizing election. And with the midterms mostly in the rearview mirror, I thought we could use something to help bring us back together. Today, it seems like we are more divided than we've ever been. But the truth is we are so much more alike than partisan politicians would like us to believe. And you know what? I have proof. A survey of registered voters conducted in April and May of this year shows Americans across the political spectrum overwhelmingly agree on a few things. And that brings me to today's topic. We're talking about Social Security, and I'll refer to a CNBC article from Lori Conich. It's called Seven Changes Americans Are Willing to Make to Fix Social Security. Let's get started. Every year, the Board of Trustees of the Federal Old Age and Survivors Insurance and Federal Disability Insurance Trust Funds present their updated findings to Congress. This year they did so for the 82nd time, and they estimate that Social Security may not be able to pay its full promised benefits in 13 years. That's right, they said that Social Security may only be able to pay 80% of its benefits starting in 2035 if Congress doesn't get its act together and address a projected shortfall. I'll be sure to drop a link to the 275-page annual report in the show notes of this episode. But before we get much further, I want to make one thing absolutely clear. Social Security is not going broke. Repeat, Social Security is not going broke. More on that in a minute, but I just don't want anybody rushing to their closest Social Security office to claim their benefits because they feel the program is going to run dry. Remember, the trustees project that Social Security would still be able to pay 80% of its promised benefits, even if Congress does nothing. That said, I do believe that Congress will eventually take action before it's too late. After all, they always have. But for the foreseeable future, what they decide to do and when they decide to do it are up in the air. Moving along. From April 11th to May 15th of this year, the University of Maryland conducted a survey of 2,545 registered voters. They presented voters with choices individually with pro and con arguments vetted by experts on both sides of the aisle. Each option included the potential impact on Social Security's shortfall. Here are the seven changes Americans across the political spectrum, both Republican and Democrat, overwhelmingly say that they are willing to make to fix Social Security, starting with the most popular. Number one, raising the Social Security payroll tax cap. In 2022, you pay Social Security tax on your first $147,000 of income. 6.2% of your gross wages goes to Social Security tax. You pay this and so does your employer for a total of 12.4% in tax. But income above $147,000 is not subject to the tax, meaning high earners only pay Social Security tax for part of the year. 
The payroll tax cap adjusts every year, and since the article was published, we learned it will rise to $160,200 next year. Remember when I said that Social Security is not going to go broke? Well, Social Security taxes are the reason why. As long as people continue to work and pay Social Security tax, we will have Social Security retirement benefits. Overall, 81% of surveyed registered voters supported raising the Social Security payroll tax cap. 88% of Democrats supported it, and so did 79% of Republicans. Furthermore, Estimates show that reapplying Social Security payroll taxes to income of more than $400,000 would eliminate 61% of the projected shortfall in 2035. Number two, reducing benefits for high earners. High earners receive larger Social Security checks, and they generally have pensions or retirement savings. Sometimes they have both. This idea would subject high earners to a means test and reduce the amount of benefits the top 20% of earners receive. Overall, 81% of surveyed registered voters supported reducing benefits for high earners. 86% of Democrats supported it, and so did 78% of Republicans. Estimates show reducing benefits for high earners would eliminate 11% of the projected shortfall in 2035. Number three, gradually raising the retirement age. Your full retirement age is when you are eligible to collect 100% of your benefit. People born before 1955 have a full retirement age of 66, but it gets a little tricky for people born from 1955 to 1959. Their full retirement age goes up by two months for every birth year. For example, 1955 is 66 years and 2 months. 1956 is 66 years and 4 months. 1957 is 66 years and 6 months. 1958 is 66 years and 8 months. And 1959 is 66 years and 10 months. People born in 1960 or later have a full retirement age of 67. But there is one small catch. If you were born on the first day of the month, Social Security figures your benefit as if your birthday was in the previous month. So, January 1st birthdays always go off the previous year. And as people are living and working longer nowadays, some argue that we should raise the full retirement age. Overall, 75% of surveyed registered voters supported gradually raising the retirement age. 76% of Democrats supported it, and so did 75% of Republicans. Estimates show that gradually raising the retirement age would eliminate 14% of the projected shortfall in 2035. Number four, increasing the payroll tax. We touched on it earlier, but employers and employees each pay 6.2% of their gross wages to Social Security tax. Estimates show that increasing the payroll tax to 6.5% would eliminate 16% of the projected shortfall in 2035. And overall, 73% of surveyed registered voters supported increasing the payroll tax. 78% of Democrats supported it, and so did 70% of Republicans. Number five, raising the minimum benefit. 
Social Security is not intended to be your sole source of retirement income, but unfortunately, that happens to be the case for many Americans. This proposal calls for indexing the minimum benefit to 125% of the federal poverty line. Overall, 64% of surveyed registered voters supported raising the minimum benefit, 71% of Democrats supported it, and so did 59% of Republicans. But unlike previous suggestions, estimates show that increasing the minimum benefit for someone that worked 30 years, from $951 a month to $1,341 a month, would actually increase the projected shortfall in 2035 by 7%. Number six is changing the cost of living adjustment calculations. Social Security benefits are tied to the Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and clerical workers, also known as CPIW. And CPIW measures changes in prices that consumers pay over time. When CPIW goes up, Social Security beneficiaries get a cost-of-living increase. For example, Social Security checks increased 5.9% this year. And since the article came out, we learned that they'll also increase another 8.7% in 2023. That said, some people argue that CPI is a poor measure of the costs that retirees pay, and that it should be replaced with CPIE, which stands for the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly. Overall, 55% of surveyed registered voters supported changing the cost of living adjustment calculations. 59% of Democrats supported it, and so did 55% of Republicans. Estimates show changing the cost of living adjustment calculation to the consumer pricing index for the elderly would increase the projected shortfall in 2035 by 12%. Number seven is increasing benefits for beneficiaries that are over age 80. This proposal could help retirees maintain their standard of living throughout their retirement. Overall, 53% of surveyed registered voters supported increasing retirement benefits for people over 80. 56% of Democrats supported it, and so did 53% of Republicans. Estimates show increasing benefits for people over 80 by 5% would increase the projected shortfall in 2035 by 5%. Congress has plenty of options to fix Social Security. Who knows what they'll decide to do or when they'll decide to do it, but perhaps they start their debate with ideas that Americans support and are most likely to stomach. Four are projected to lower the shortfall, while three are projected to increase it. To recap, Americans across the political spectrum, both Republican and Democrat, overwhelmingly say that they are willing to make seven changes to Social Security. They're willing to raise the Social Security payroll tax cap, reduce benefits for high earners, Gradually raise the retirement age, increase the payroll tax, raise the minimum benefit, change the cost of living adjustment calculations, and increase benefits for beneficiaries over age 80. That's it for today. Until next time, here's to your atomic retirement. If you have questions or would like to take the next step, you can schedule your free appointment online. To get started, visit AtomicPlanning.com to schedule a Zoom meeting that works best for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Atomic Retirement. Be sure to check out the show notes for helpful links and resources mentioned in today's episode. 
Do you love the podcast and find it helpful? Well, if so, you can bet that other people will find it helpful too. Please hit the subscribe button, leave a five-star review, and a short comment on Apple Podcasts. You have the power to help, and your review can help people find answers to their retirement questions. And spread the word. Please share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it too. Thanks again for taking the time to listen, and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of The Atomic Retirement. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and it is not investment, tax, or legal advice. Clients of Atomic Planning may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this communication. I try my best to bring you valuable information, but I may not know anything about you or your personal situation, so please talk with your fee-only financial planner, tax, and or legal professionals before taking any action or making any decisions about your own financial plan. Atomic Planning is a veteran-owned Kansas State Registered Investment Advisor providing independent tax and retirement planning.